Hello, I'd like to welcome you back to our series on Wisdom Through Dream Interpretation. This is lesson number nine. We are almost completely finished with this class. We've got three lessons to go, and I hope and pray that you've really been uh, seeing what God is saying to you in your dreams. I think that uh, if we really look for him and, and we do what we need to do by writing our dreams out and asking God to show us what he's saying, I really do believe Uh, that this can have a big impact in our lives. Today we're going to be talking about uh, what to do when we're not seeing dreams. If we're uh, having a hard time sleeping and and we're just not dreaming the way that we need to be dreaming, uh, it happens. It really does, especially it seems whenever you uh, get to a place of actually digging in and interpreting dreams, you definitely... um, kind of kind of enter into a place of attack and and the devil will do everything and everything and anything he can to rob sleep from you so we're going to talk about what to do and um, I think the answer is kind of obvious and you're going to see that as we go through but um, I've got some suggestions some tips and some uh, different things that I'm going to give to you that I think are going to change it up for you a bit but let's open up with a word of prayer before we get into our content Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that we've come together, and uh, we look forward, Lord God, to what it is that you're going to teach us tonight. We pray, Father, that as we've entered into your presence, that that you would just begin to speak even now in our waking life, that we would hear your voice clearly, Lord God, saying, I'm trying to get your attention, so sleep, and let me show you what it is I want to say. Father, I pray that as we... um, come to the closing bits of this class, Father, that that each person would take something away that that would stick with them for their life, Lord God, that they would continue to walk with you and and ask you to, to speak to them through dreams, Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus that somebody would hear this and, and really be blessed, Father, that, that somebody would hear this particular course and know that you've been trying to contact them through their dreams and finally get the revelation knowledge of that's what I need to do. Father, I pray that you would have your way with your children, that you would show them, Lord God, what it is, how it is, and just what you want to say. So we thank you, Lord God, for all that you do, even if it comes down to talking to us in our dreams. We give you praise, Lord God, that you would leave that as a possibility and that you would function that way. We praise you, Lord. You are worthy of all of our praise. In the name of Christ Jesus and all God's children said, Amen. So what happens if you're not sleeping well? If you're not sleeping very well, you're not dreaming very well. Um, So we've talked a little bit about the sleep cycle and how um, every, every 90 minutes we repeat our sleep cycle, we go through different uh, brain wavelength patterns uh, in different areas of sleep. And if you're not making it the whole way through, you're not sleeping well, maybe you're not dreaming. And, and here's the thing. I've, I've told you before, but I'll tell you again. Whenever I took this class and I began... Um, really seeking God for what he was saying to me in my dreams uh, more frequently, 
I had a harder time falling asleep. I had a harder time staying asleep. And I went through um, about three, four weeks of really not sleeping well at all and thereby, thereby not dreaming. And, and so I came to my instructor and I said, um, what do I need to do? Because I, I'm not dreaming and I know that dreaming is really vital to understanding this class. And this is what my instructor told me to do. My instructor said, Eric, what you need to do is you need to pray for sleep. It, and, and it's such a simple concept that we would overlook it, right? Um, you don't often think to pray, Father, give me restful sleep tonight. But that's what you need to start with, is Father, give me restful sleep that I would see visions from you as I, as I rest my head. Um, use anointing oil. I don't care if you have, um, you know, imported Hebrew oil. I don't care if you have to use the extra virgin olive oil that you bought at Giant Eagle last week. But anoint your bed with oil. Anoint your bedroom with oil. And you can anoint your pillow, your blanket, your headboard, whatever it is. And then finally, anoint yourself with oil. Um, what, I, what I did myself was I put the oil above my door frame. I put the oil on my pillow. And then in the palms of my hands, because I felt that that was where the Lord was asking me to put the oil. And as I, as I anointed the areas of the room and, and then my hands, I just prayed that God would surround and protect my bedroom, that I would no longer fall into attack from the enemy, but that I would sleep peacefully and hear and see what God was saying to me in my sleep. And it worked. And th- this is the thing, is when we, when we truly pray and, and seek God for something, he's not the God that's going to ignore you. This is, we serve the God that wants to give you what you ask for. We serve the God that says, I am the living God. And so if you're not seeing dreams, then go through, go through that figure out where God wants you to place the anointing oil pray in the spirit and and pray as he leads you and then as you lay your head down to sleep just say God speak to me tonight as I lay down my head to sleep this is the unique thing about praying and dreaming praying and dreaming kind of go hand in hand because if we don't pray about our dreams, well, it's going to be harder to get an interpretation of our dreams. And so here's what I want to talk about is two different, two different ways of praying. Um, not necessarily like uh, guided step by step, this is the prayer that you need to pray, but rather um, kind of the, the condition that you could approach prayer with as you consider your bedtime prayers. So for for many people, bedtime prayers are just kind of, you know, the last thing on the list. As we we come to a close of the day, um, we quickly utter a small prayer, 
you know, thank you for this day. Just pray that you would be with me tomorrow. Help me wake up easily. Um, please touch my back so that it doesn't hurt when I wake up. You know, we, we kind of have a tendency to gloss through our bedtime prayers. But according to scripture, and we can take this all the way back to Genesis uh, chapter 1 as we read through the story of creation. According to scripture, your tomorrow begins tonight. And, and how, do I, how do I run this back to creation? I take this back to creation by saying, as, as you read through the story of creation, you'll find that, that it says an evening and morning had come, and so there was the day. And when you read it, it, it reiterates that several times, that evening and morning, and that was the third day. There was evening, there was morning, that was the fourth day. There was evening, there was morning. And, and we, we go back and forth, and it actually took me a long time to catch that, that pattern. But now it means something more to me. Now, whenever I, um, whenever I realized that evening and morning make the day, I realized that the calendar starts the night before. And so, prepare yourself for tomorrow, tonight. All right, uh, there's, there's two things that I want to cover. The first is the St. Ignatius Daily Examine, uh, which is a, sort of a model for a bedtime prayer. And then I want to cover the information that goes along with traditional Jewish bedtime prayers. So let's start with the um, St. Ignatius Daily Examine. When you, when you go to pray, you really should be seeking God. And I know that that is very obvious, but sometimes we neglect that. And so when we come to pray, we have to be aware of God's presence. You look back on everything that went on through the day, and you say, Lord, where were you during that? And as, as you look back in that light, and you're looking for God throughout your day, perhaps you'll see, oh man, I missed him. He was right there. All right, so, so as part of quieting yourself down and preparing to pray your bedtime prayer, Become aware of God's presence, not only in the moment, but throughout the day. Think back on where God was as you, want, as you went through your work day. All right? And then take the time to review your day with gratitude. And, and so that looks like sitting down and thanking God. You know, uh, pay attention to the small things. Thank God for... for the food that you ate or for the the sound of the leaves brushing together when you heard the breeze blow thank god for the little things when when you looked out the window and you saw that it began to snow and even though you've seen snow way too much at this point in the year you you look out and you see the snow starting to fall 
and it just falls so gracefully and you see God in that. Thank God for that. Review your day with gratitude. All right. And then the third thing in the in the daily examine is pay attention to your emotions. So you should reflect on the 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 feelings that you experienced throughout the day. Um, you know, were you utterly bored? Were you angered by something? Did you get upset? Did you, um, you know, feel resentful towards somebody? Were you happy all day? Pay attention to your emotions and try to figure out. God, what are you? What, what, what could I do about these emotions? If especially if you're um, racking up bitter emotions, then seek God and say, you know, Lord, I realize that I really was kind of a bitter person today, and I don't want to be that way. So, Father, walk me through my day tomorrow, and and stop me when I go to do that. Stop me whenever I. Um, I'm going to go down that spiraling path. Pay attention to your emotions because your emotions are part of your heart. And then this is this is kind of a unique piece of the St. Ignatius Daily Examine. But choose one feature from your day and pray from it. So, so you can go with a positive or a negative thing. Pick pick the highest of high or the lowest of low that happened throughout the day and pray about it. Now, if it was me, uh, and, and I'm certainly not telling you what to do, I, I'm just telling you what I would do. I, I do not like to be a bitter person. I like being happy. I like feeling um, upbeat. I like it when I can feel the goodness of God in my life. And when I get on a road of bitterness, it's very destructive to me and it really tears me down. And so when I look back and I I go through the St. Ignatius daily examine, I'm going to stop and I'm going to say, you know what, I need to pay attention to my emotions because I was really mad all day. What happened? What caused it? And I'm going to, whenever I find the root of what happened and why I was mad, that's the feature of the day that I'm going to pray from because I don't want it to happen again tomorrow. Um, Sometimes it's so small. Sometimes it just seems like it's the most insignificant thing. But yet it did something to me. It, It tripped that trigger just enough to make me mad. And so now... Instead of just ignoring it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the time and pray for it, pray from it, and say, God, if, if, if I start to go down that path again tomorrow, stop me. Call my name and make me look away. Get my attention. All right, so choose one feature from the day and, and pray about it. And then as you pray, look forward to tomorrow. Ask God to give you light for for the challenges that you're going to face tomorrow. Ask him um, to to prepare you for what's coming up. And and just just be readied. Uh, As you pray, you can seek God for wisdom, discernment, guidance, leading, whatever it is that you need. You can, you can ask him, but look forward to what's to come. Because, and, and sometimes you're like, well, I already know what's to come and it's going to be a bad day. 
but look forward to where you can experience God. All right. Um, in, in my work life, I don't get a lot of satisfaction out of my work, but what I look forward to are those moments when someone comes to me and says, Eric, um, I was reading my Bible yesterday and I read this passage and it doesn't make sense to me. Can you help me understand that? That's, that's what I look forward to in my day. So, so if, even if you don't like your job, even if you don't like what tomorrow holds, look forward to tomorrow because God will certainly place someone in your path for you to, to have an impact on them. God has somebody ready to hear from you. God has somebody ready to receive something from you. So look forward to tomorrow. That's, that's the uh, five pieces of the St. Ignatius Daily Examine. Now, the traditional Jewish bedtime prayers are, are similar, but they're very unique. Um, it, it's, it's almost less structured. But traditional Jewish bedtime prayers are are just deep. The, the goal, I guess, is probably the best word that I'm going to be able to use. The goal of Jewish bedtime prayers are to really turn inward and then turn to God. So the, the, the idea behind Jewish bedtime prayers are to prepare the mind for sleep. All right, Um, so you consider it's bedtime, and the last thing that you want to do is rehash everything that fired you up or rehash the things that really drove you into the ground. You want to do something to prepare yourself for sleep. And so Jewish bedtime prayers are are just going to ask you to take a moment and just be still with God and say, Father, lead me lead me to where you need me to be so that I can experience your presence right now. All right, and as you as you ask God to prepare your mind for sleep, you take a soul inventory. All right, uh, you, you, again, it's, it's similar to uh, that reviewing your day with gratitude part of the St. Ignatius Daily Examine. You take a soul inventory, you look at what happened, you look at the emotions you experienced, who you encountered, um, you know, what happened in the day that, that made you feel a little bit proud of that accomplishment. Were you unforgiving towards somebody? And, and finally, when you're taking a soul inventory, you should ask God for forgiveness of anything where you fell short. And, and so that's, that's what I like, I think, about the Jewish bedtime prayers as opposed to the St. Saint Saint Ignatius uh, daily examine is that the Jewish bedtime prayers actually leave room for a time of repentance. And so you take this soul inventory and you say, God, lead me, show me what I, show me my shortcomings throughout the day. Um, I know that I had them. I, I know that I messed up at least once, probably twice, maybe even more. And, and as you go through the day and reflect and you take that soul inventory, you, you find the root of the bitterness that grabbed a hold of you 
then you can take a moment and just ask God to forgive you and wash you and cleanse you, make you clean from, from that root of bitterness. And then, and then after you're done with that, then you take a time and you prepare for the next day. Again, similar to the St. Ignatius Daily Examine, looking forward to tomorrow. Prepare for the next day. Ask God, you know, just to, just to ready your heart and your mind for any challenge that you're going to face. Ask him to bring to light the things that need to be brought to light. And finally, uh, it kind of goes hand in hand, is just ask God's blessing. Ask God's blessing upon your sleep. Ask God's blessing upon uh, your day tomorrow. And, and just walk in his way and truly um, be blessed. That's, that's the idea here, is that you should be walking in blessing. And it is truly a blessing to sleep peacefully and hear the word of the Lord in your dreams. And, and so in our culture, I think that bedtime prayers are viewed as childish. Um, we, we don't talk a lot about bedtime prayers. When you, when you consider going to church, you think about all of the time that they talk about praying throughout the day. And, you know, well, you should pray when you get up. You should pray before you eat. You should uh, pray as you get in the car. You should pray while you're driving down the road. Don't forget to pray for these people. They're listed on the back of your bulletin. Oh, and by the way, you should pray for this. But what about the reminder? Why isn't somebody reminding us to pray when we go to bed? Uh, you, You reflect on childhood, and if you were raised in a Christian household, then maybe your parents trained you up that that they would pray with you at bedtime. But then whenever you uh, grew up a little bit, when you weren't a child anymore, did they stop praying with you at bedtime? And then did you stop praying at bedtime? So, so we kind of, I think, lose sight of bedtime prayers. But they're so important because the evening and the morning were the third day. The evening and the morning were the fourth day. That, that, that sticks with you a little bit. And so we, we prepare ourselves in the evening for tomorrow. And so I, I want to encourage you today that, that yes, you should, you should always pray, God, show me something in my dreams. Speak to me in my dreams. But especially if you're not seeing dreams right now, then you really need to hone in on your prayer and and really dig deep. Figure out if there's something bitter, something evil uh, jammed up in your spirit. Get a hold of it and and take one of the two, maybe even combine the two of these models and and rev up your bedtime prayer. Um, from for myself. My bedtime prayers are generally either silent or very quiet, uh, but I pray nonetheless. And I, I do make sure that I pray before I lay down because I, um, I don't necessarily like falling asleep when I pray. But even if I pray before I lay down, so if I'm sitting on the edge of my bed and I say my bedtime prayer, when I lay down, I start to pray again, be it silently or just very softly. And oftentimes then, if I wake up in the night, uh, 
when when I do wake up, I I pray then too because I feel that when I wake up from 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 my sleep, God has called me to pray for something. And and so I take a moment and I pray for whatever is on my heart and on my mind in that moment. And and so I want to challenge you to step up your bedtime prayer game. I want you to start taking a soul inventory. I want you to review your day with gratitude. I want you to ask God for his blessing. I want you to pick one thing that happened today and pray that sucker out. I want you to to be aware of God's presence when you when you sit down on the edge of the bed, when you pull your sheets upon your chest. Be aware that God is with you in that moment and ask for his blessing not only upon your sleep but upon your day tomorrow. All right? That's my challenge for you during during this lesson. And then my dream point that I want to leave you with, you've heard me say it before, but dreams are like the Holy Spirit in that they reveal but they do not condemn. So when you when you have a dream, you're going to notice that sometimes you'll wake up and you're a little uncomfortable and that's conviction because it revealed something to you and it made you uncomfortable for a reason but it's not condemning you because God wants to say I just need you to make this one little change all right um, I want to close here with the scripture Matthew 7 7 ask and it shall be given unto you that's only the first half of that scripture but It's the part that I I want you to really hold on to tonight. When you go to to, uh, close off your day with your bedtime prayer, keep that scripture in mind. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Ask for great sleep. Ask for peaceful sleep. Ask for a dream. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Amen. That's all that you need to know. Next next lesson, we're going to be talking about nightmares and um, kind of some interesting stuff that's going to come out of that. Um, and, and I look forward to teaching that because it was a really interesting lesson for me. I learned a lot from it, and I think that you will too. Uh, but let's go ahead and pray. And uh, again, just just step it up in your bedtime prayers tonight and try to make a habit of it. Um, I think that you'll see a great difference, not only in the way that you sleep, but in the way that you dream. So, Father, we do thank you again for this time that we've had. And I pray, Lord God, that you would begin to convict each person in their hearts to to bring their A game when they pray at bedtime. Father, that each person would come to you not just to not just to polish off the day with one quick prayer, but Father, that they would truly seek to come to your presence, that they would truly enter in and say, this is the time that I want to spend with my God. This is the time that I look forward to with my God. And and Father, I pray that they would just take all of this information, Father, if, if they so choose to just follow the daily exam and if they so choose to only follow the Jewish bedtime prayer, or Father, even if they choose to combine the eight pieces together, the nine pieces together, and, and, and make it one big functional prayer, I pray, Lord God, that you would show each one of them what you want them to do. And Father, I pray that as a result, you would only draw closer to them, that they would find peaceful sleep, and that they would find vivid dreams waiting for them. 
I give you thanks, honor, and glory in the name of Jesus Christ Most High. And all God's children said, Amen and Amen. I look forward to meeting back with you here in a few days for Lesson 10 on Nightmares. I think you're going to get a lot of information out of that. I think you're really going to benefit from that particular lesson. And I hope that you've benefited from this one. Uh, If you have any questions, please feel free to get a hold of me. If you want to share a dream, I'd love to hear how God's moving in your life. Um, But until then, we'll see you in a couple days. God bless.